I'm so excited to welcome to It Is Written, an author series that I will be presenting, um, Miss Tina Williams. Tina is a dear friend of mine who I've known for a number of years, and she's a fellow author. We've done author events together, so I'm very excited to um, welcome author Tina Jones Williams to the um, show. So welcome, Miss Tina. Why, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity and the invitation. Absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And the first thing that I want to ask you, Tina, um, just about your writing is, when did you realize that you wanted to be a writer? You know, every time someone asks me that question, I have a hard time answering it because I never did really want to be a writer. Okay. I sat down one day and I was going to write down some things for my children. Um, that I wanted to make sure that they knew. So out of that came the first book, which is called Some Things I Want You to Know, which is just really short, anecdotal um, things that I remember that my mother used to say or that my grandmother used to say and just some, some things that I wanted my children to know. And so I wrote that in a really small format and sent it to them for Christmas uh, in 2012. And they liked it, and other people saw it, so suggested that I publish it, and I did. So that's kind of how I got started. Awesome. And you're the author of seven books now, right? I have written seven books, which, now let me just be clear, they are short novella-type books. So I think mm -hmm. the longest one is maybe 164 pages, with the shortest being some things I want you to know, which is only 50 pages. So yeah, one just sort of led to the next. Awesome. And how long does it typically take you to write one of your books? Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> I am the kind of writer, I write what I am interested in. So the the goal really is to write until I'm no long, till my interest is sort of satisfied. Mm -hmm. So typically it takes maybe uh, four months, but the one I'm writing now, because it's so difficult, the subject matter has taken me probably, and I'm still not done with it, maybe eight months to write. Okay. Awesome. And as you've been going through your writing journey for a few years now, um, what has been probably one of the most surprising things that you've learned in this process? So, okay, so the first thing that really surprised me is that I wrote anything at all, because like <laughs> I said, I never really was one of those people who wanted to be a writer, but I've always loved words. And I love the way words sound when they're put together in an interesting way. Um, so I, I would really say that the fact that I've written a whole book and seven books is the most surprising thing for me. Okay, awesome. And um, we know that your first series is the Julia Street series. What inspired you to write this series? And, and could you just give us a very generic or kind of an overview of what the series is about? Sure. So I um, was born in 1953, 67 years ago, in South Berkeley, California. And I was born into a family with two parents. And um, at that time, there were four older siblings. And then I have a younger brother as well. But 
we lived in an all-black working-class neighborhood where the homes and the businesses in our neighborhood were owned by black people, and there were people doing everything. We had a pharmacist, a doctor, a grocery store owner, two beauty shops, a charm school, um, a nightclub, a pool hall, a liquor store, a barber shop, you know, et cetera, all right within a two-block radius on both sides of the street. And it was just um, iconic in terms of black people who were doing things and who were looking out for one another and enjoying their lives and just being um, representative of all the best that black people have to offer. And it occurred to me as I was writing this, some things I wanted, want you to know, that there was more to the story. So I wanted to talk about Julia Street, which is where I grew up, and talk a little bit about um, some of the things that I saw in those years. And so that's how the series was born. Awesome, awesome. And from there, you have um, a second series that you published. Could you tell the viewers a little bit about that as well? Okay, so surprisingly to me, because I, you know, I, I never set out to be a writer, people had such interest in the Julia Street story. And I, and I just have to tell you that out of... Uh, there is a mural in South Berkeley of the history of South Berkeley, and they included me on the mural as a storyteller, and also Julia Street as one of the streets that are considered to be the heart of South Berkeley. So, you know, that to me just really sort of validated the whole process of writing, and it spurred in me an interest to keep going. So the second series that I'm writing is called The Bridge to Freedom series, mm -hmm. and it is about a Pullman porter and his wife, a domestic day worker, mm -hmm. and how iconic and important they were in the black community, those two jobs being legacy jobs and highly regarded in the black community. And I just didn't want people to forget about them. So that's how I started writing that series. Absolutely. And myself, um, I have a personal tie to the Pullman Porters. I think we, we sh I've shared that with you before that um, my great grandmother on my mom's side of the family, she actually shared with me that my great grandfather and one of his brothers, which it was, she didn't tell me about a, him being a Pullman Porter, but she talks about how he worked on the trains and they moved up north for a short while for him to kind of have his dream job to work on the trains. And I was a little girl and, and remember her sharing that with me. And she was like, but we didn't stay. Cause you know, I'm like, well, grandma, how did you guys end back up in Alabama? Right. <laughs> and so she shared with me, she was like, because I didn't like the cold weather. <laughs> so now, it was People don't, really put the connection together, but the Pullman Porter job, as well as the domestic day worker job, were the very first jobs for black people out of slavery. Right. In order to be a Pullman Porter, you had to be an ex-slave because they thought that you knew how to serve right. white people, and those were the people that got those jobs. 
Right. So, um, so my great grandfather, he moved her back <laughs> to the South um, to make his wife happy um, because she didn't like cold weather. And I, and I laugh at that now, but I'm thinking, wow, that's interesting because I, I got it from my great grandmother. I don't like cold weather. <laughs> so um, just in choosing some of my career paths and things that have led me certain ways, um, definitely the weather has played a, a major factor in that. So I just love that tie that we both have with the uh, Pullman Porter's uh, Pullman Porter story um, that attaches to our lineage. So I, I have a personal connection to that. So um, as we get ready to um, wrap up, what would you, what advice would you give to other writers? Because I, I'm an author myself. And, you know, a lot of times people, they come to you when they learn that you've written a book and they want to know, um, you know, what advice would you give me or, or what advice do you have for people who want to write books, but they haven't started yet? You know, that's really a great question, Terry, because I think that one of the things that people think right away is that it takes a special talent to write. And I think that they're wrong. I think that if you have a story and everyone has a story, all you have to do is write it down. Absolutely. And best way to tell it, for me, the easiest way is chronologically. So start at the beginning and follow the thread day by day, year by year, until you've told all that you want to tell. And then someone can help you with the mechanics of writing, right. you know, grammar and, and all of that stuff. But if you tell your story from your heart in a way that is engaging to you, I think that you have done your job. And if people, if it resonates with other people, it does. And if it doesn't, those aren't your readers. Absolutely. And it's just that simple. That's great advice. I, I totally agree. I feel the same way that we all have a story and there's an audience for our story. So it just needs to be told and nobody can tell your story better than you. So I love that advice. And where can the readers find your books? You know, they're very easy to find. They're all on Amazon, and all they have to do is type in Tina Jones Williams, and it'll take them right there to all seven of them, hopefully eight soon, if I ever. Yay! <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Well, this has been great, and thank you so much um, for the gift that you bring to this world. And I just want to encourage everybody, um, Go to go to Facebook, the Real Talk with Terry Facebook page and the Terry Cato author page, and we will be there engaging with you after this airs. So, um, author Tina, she will be there to answer any questions that you have, and please join us weekly as we quarantine for this weekly It Is Written series, where myself, Terry Cato, I will be interviewing authors and talking about their journey to writing and their different books. So, um, again, thank you for tuning in this evening and until next week um, be kind um, be safe wash your hands and um, just take it easy on each other let's just show everybody some grace because we are definitely in some uncertain times so as we get ready to sign off is there um, anything else that you want the viewers to know yes Terry thank you for this uh, we appreciate everything that you do giving us this respite from these uh, trying times. 
Amen. Absolutely. Thank you. And um, tune in, jump on Facebook, and we will be there to chat with you. All righty. Have a good evening. Bye.